Welcome to Kings River Life's Mystery Rats Maze podcast, where we share with you mystery short stories and first chapters of mystery novels read by local actors. This episode features the first chapter of Iron Goddess by Dharma Kelleher. It is read by local actor Casey Ballard. Iron Goddess was published in March of 2017 and is available for purchase. If you would like to help support this podcast, listen for details in the closing of this episode on how to become a patron and get some fun perks. Sparks exploded from the left foot peg of Shay Stevens' motorcycle as it scraped against the pavement. She was going too fast through the curves that twisted up the south side of Sycamore Mountain. The road was dark, daybreak still an hour away. Getting up close and personal with an elk at 60 miles an hour would be disastrous. But Shay was in a hurry. She tried to convince herself the call from the security company was another false alarm, a rat looking for a crumb, or maybe a glitch in the sensors. But she couldn't shake the fear that someone had broken into the shop. If the three custom motorcycles they'd finished the night before were stolen, it would be a quarter million dollar loss. Please, God, let it be another false alarm. The cold air blasting through the vents in her jacket caused her teeth to chatter. In her rush to alleviate her paranoia, she'd thrown on her jeans and t-shirt from the night before. Didn't bother with a bra. Her only precaution had been the 40 caliber Glock she'd slipped into a pancake holster at the small of her back. Fifteen minutes later, her bike crested the hill and reached what the residents of Sycamore Springs, Arizona call Old Town. A mile-long strip of locally owned shops, including a cafe, a pharmacy, an antique shop, and Iron Goddess Custom Cycles her destination. She screeched to a stop in front of the cycle shop, killed the engine, and ripped off her helmet. The pungent scent of creosote mixed with dead skunk made her nose crinkle. Moonlight reflected off the desert dust on the plate glass window, obscuring the Iron Goddess logo. Her gaze shifted left to the shop's front door. Shards of glass clung to a doorframe like broken teeth. Damn. Her hands tightened into fists. She wanted to beat someone. She climbed off the bike and scanned the street, hoping to spot the intruder skulking through Old Town. Fifty feet away at the Coca-Pelli Cafe, a Coca-Cola sign flickered on and off. Across the street, a security gate sliced the blue light of a 50s-era jukebox glowing from within the antique shop. The rest of Old Town's shops slumbered in darkness. She dug a flashlight out of her tank bag and drew the Glock turning her attention back to Iron Goddess. She crept into the cement porch, paused outside the door, and listened for anyone who might be inside. Somewhere in the darkness, a pack of coyotes performed a pre-dawn symphony of yips and high-pitched howls over a recent kill. Two delivery trucks roared past three minutes apart, but no voices or sounds of crunching glass came from inside Iron Goddess. If anyone was in there... They may have hunkered down when they heard her motorcycle. She had to find out for sure. Drops of a dark liquid on the concrete caught her attention. Was it oil or blood? She brushed it with a finger, creating a crimson smear. Blood. Her pulse quickened. She pulled on the door handle. It was unlocked. Thief must have reached in and unlocked it after breaking the glass. She scolded herself for not getting a double-cylinder lock. After slipping in through the door, she scanned the place with her flashlight. Tiny bits of glass sparkled like jewels across the floor. A bowling ball-sized rock lay near the front sales counter. 
The familiar industrial smell of the showroom mixed with the organic tang of blood. Her fist tightened on the grip of the gun. More drops of blood led off to the right. She considered turning on the lights, but didn't want to blow what little stealth she had left. Broken glass crunched under her boots with each step. Moving slower didn't make it any quieter. She followed the trail of blood around the counter to where three custom-ordered bikes and several production bikes had been parked hours earlier. They were now gone. Clothing racks for motorcycle jackets and pants had been cleared. Empty hangers lay scattered on the floor. Shelves that once displayed helmets, boots, and other gear had been stripped bare. Shay felt sucker-punched. Her mind kept telling her it was a dream. Her heart leapt into her throat when someone coughed and moaned. She ducked down until she heard it again. Her finger slipped onto the trigger. She swung the flashlight around and found a man lying on the floor in the motor oil aisle. She approached cautiously, ignoring the pulse pounding in her ears. With the light on the man's face, she recognized him as Derek Williams, one of her employees. She slapped on the overhead lights. Derek was a scrawny guy, just shy of his 20th birthday. His stubbly face was pale and clammy. Blood covered his shirt, pooling on the floor around his chest. Derek! She holstered her gun and knelt down next to him. He opened his eyes for a moment. They, they made me... He wheezed before coughing up blood. Who, who did this to you? His eyes lost focus and closed. She checked his pulse. Her own heart beat so fast she couldn't tell if he had a pulse or not. She pulled out her phone. Cortez County 911, what's your emergency? I need an ambulance at Iron Goddess Custom Cycles, 8234 South Sycamore Highway. My friend is bleeding. How is he injured, ma'am? I, I don't know. I just found him. He, he's got blood all over his chest. I think someone shot him. Is he breathing? Um, let me check. She put her ear to his mouth and could hear shallow, gurgling breaths. He's breathing, but barely. We've dispatched an ambulance. It'll be there momentarily. Shay hung up the phone and checked his pulse again. It was there, but weak. Then it stopped. She struggled to remember the lessons from a CPR course two years earlier. She clasped her hands and compressed in the center of his chest. Blood gushed from his wounds. That wasn't in the course. She lifted up his shirt. His chest was smeared with blood. She wiped away as much as she could. Dark liquid oozed from two dime-sized wounds, one right above his heart, the other closer to his left shoulder. Damn. His shirt was soaked. Wouldn't work to stop the blood, even if she could get it off him. Shay looked for something else to use. The nearby shelves were stocked with bottles of motor oil, industrial cleaners, and cans of chain lube. No shop cloths or clothing. She scrambled out of her jacket, pulled off her shirt, and twisted it into a tight wad. She pressed it over the wounds and compressed his chest again. The t-shirt kept the bleeding to a minimum. She continued pumping his chest. Come on, Derek. Give me a heartbeat. After 50 compressions, she checked again. Still no pulse. She continued pounding on his chest, desperately trying to minimize the bleeding and hoping the EMTs would arrive before she ran out of energy. Her back was beginning to cramp up when the silver bell on the front door jingled. Over here, she yelled. Two deputies rushed in. Guns pointed at her. Sheriff's office, get on the floor, hands behind your head. 
This reading of Iron Goddess was produced by Kings River Life and directed by Lori Lewis Ham. Be aware that we did change up some of the language in the reading to make the story more PG. You can learn more about this book and the author on her website, dharmakelleher.com. If you would like to help us be able to continue to bring you more mystery fun, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kingsriverlife. Even $1 a month can make a difference. We also have some cool merchandise available on Redbubble. Check the show notes for the link and for the links to our websites and social media. Subscribe to our podcast to make sure that you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to our podcast newsletter for bonus content. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate or review it as this helps make us easier to find for others. Until next time, this is your announcer wishing you a life full of mystery. Mm-hmm.